0: Today is December 21st, Monday, 1121pm, uh, 2020. Um, not in that order. Well, that wasn't exactly the correct order of operations. Um, I wanted to start this podcast to talk about something that I've felt for these past almost six months. Six months and two days, to be exact. Um, about my life and how it's changed since i left solstice which was my residential treatment center um the minute that i got out of there it was kind of a fading feeling but it just feels like you that feeling you get when you've woken up from a dream and everything is fresh in your mind and these months that have have felt like the hours that come after waking up where you try to remember your dream and it seems to like fade away and you get little snippets of it and then you're asking yourself well did that actually happen or am I making that part up and then as you kind of tell other people about that dream it's like you're questioning the reality of it yourself and like in that moment when you wake up you don't know how long you'd been asleep. I mean, maybe you do when you're sleeping, but sometimes I take a nap and I feel like I've been asleep for like five hours, but it's been like ten minutes. That type of sensation that you feel. Um I find myself recently scrolling through social media at like TikTok, for example was not a thing i mean it it was it had been a newly uh it had been new when i had like around the time that i'd left i I didn't actually even realize it because of my spotty memory but um i'd posted like two things on tiktok but i don't think i actually took the app is seriously into heart as many people take it now. Even, I mean, I don't look at the app that much. I mostly post, but that's not, this isn't what that's about. Um, just how I keep scrolling through social media and I keep finding these posts and these videos and these things that people say. And it's from the times that I was gone and I was in treatment and all that runs through my head is my god people had lives <laughs> it's i i know that sounds extremely narcissistic but and a lot of people can agree with me but when you're in that place where you're working on yourself and you're isolated from everything and everyone in your entire life it's it feels like everything in the world is on pause i went into treatment um It was March of 2019, I was a sophomore, so going into my junior year, but still very much a sophomore, very much a new sophomore. Um, And I had come back like in July, late July of this year and I'm now a senior in high school at a different school and it feels like I'm still a sophomore. It feels like I'm just turned 16. (laughs) I actually turned 18 um, about a week ago. But it's just crazy the way it feels like... I don't know. It it feels like I just clicked the resume button and life is the same as it was, and I come back and we're in a pandemic. (laughs) Um, I don't have the same friends as I used to. And with that, I think it's realizing that I'm not the person that I was when I um, had been newly turning 16 before I'd been sent to treatment. I was heavily smoking, um, not sober really any of the time at all, finding some way to be inebriated and avoid and dissociate from life. And that's kind of where my big blank in memories comes from. And that's also a mix between the depression and anxiety and some sort of dissociative pattern that my brain is like, oh, that that time back then, that really hurt, so we're not going to think about it or remember it. Push it out of there. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's weird because I'm not that person and I look back at old videos and old pictures and what people say to me and it feels like it's a different person. And something that we talked about in substance abuse groups was that people often deny who they used to be or say it was someone like, oh, that was a different person, that wasn't me. And in a way, it's like, that makes sense to say, but it's also denying and rejecting and not taking responsibility for that person because you are that person still. Still got the same hair, face still the same body person maybe some changes but you've always been you you were just in a state of hurt and pain and you made decisions and now you're making better decisions but that doesn't mean it's any less of you than you ever were and I think that's something I've noticed is like my humor has been something that's been consistent throughout My time in active addiction and my time when I was struggling with a lot of unhealthy behaviors. But, um, that kind of is my little rope that lets me know, like, I'm on the same path. Well, no, I'm not. (laughs) I'm on... I'm the same person. And it's me. And it's always been me. Because, I don't know, people tell me that I've changed. But I think when they say that, it's on a very surface-level relationship basis. Like... Oh, you don't want to use substances anymore? Or you call me out on my bullshit, Because, <laughs> I mean I do that a lot, where like someone will be victimizing, and I'll be like, hey, stop being a victim. Um, but people don't like being held accountable to their actions. I surely do not. <laughs> but like my personality's still the same. And if anything, I've actually embraced parts of myself that I never before such as liking anime which if you ask anybody else they'll think it's a negative but I surely don't. But um the big basis of what I really wanted to talk about here was just how difficult it is for someone who's come back after everything that they've gone through and it's been half a year of being home and that's crazy to me. It feels like two seconds. Time is... My frame of time is completely warped. Like, I that that's a that's literally all I could say. Like, I don't know, I don't know. Two seconds, three months. I will say someone will ask me something, and I'll be like, oh, that was like three months ago, or and then it'll actually be like three weeks or three days or yesterday. But um, I don't know. I don't. I think that. Is something that i'm still acclimating to because it sure as hell doesn't feel like i've been home for half a year it feels like it's still it feels like it's august <laughs> and i was i don't know it feels like i was sitting in my residential treatment center on my first day saying oh i'm gonna be out of here in eight months or my parents are gonna sign me out of the program and all that shit that's happened ever since has felt like i don't know like hours It feels like it's a whole day right now. And an hour ago, I graduated. Two hours ago, I first got to solstice. Three hours ago, I was in wilderness. And four hours ago, I was home. That's what it feels like. But it's not. And shit's happened. And I think that the most interesting and, like, accompanying thing that... Accompanying, is that a word? (laughs) Um... The thing that helps me not feel lonely. That's that's a good phrase right there. What helps me not feel lonely is the people who I can relate to. Um, I don't have anyone in my entire state of New Jersey that can help me feel that sense of um, company. But I do have people in other states who graduated my program recently or before me and they understand because they've gone through what i'm going through or they're going through what i've gone through and we can bounce off of each other and validate each other's emotions and really relate to what this feels like because i have this thing where i want everybody around me to completely 100 percent understand what it's like to be in my shoes and maybe If you were to ask, if I were fulfilling that need about two years ago, it would have been a little bit easier. Because majority of the population has not been to a residential treatment center or a wilderness program. But more importantly, majority of the population, like 99% of the population, has not been me. So to an extent, they could never fully understand what I was going through because they're not me. Because they don't have the mindset that I've developed after years of trauma and bullying and experiences and parenting and everything that's formed me into the person that I am like i am obsessed with the enneagram and i'm a 3 wing 4 <laughs> but like no one else is like that i mean there obviously there are people who are a 3 wing 4 but there are people who I'll try to get to understand my perspective and they just won't and it's could be because of my different personality because my gender my race my religion my and that's just with anybody and that's the way politics works honestly is people have different needs that they're trying to meet they were raised on different prejudices and taught things differently and that's formed their beliefs and their mindsets to the way that they are to this day and everyone especially people like me well or everyone i can't really speak for everyone but They want people to agree with them. They want validation. They want this person to see and understand and agree with them. More importantly, agree with them. I've kind of settled to a place where I'm like, if you can see what I'm saying, that's fine. And there are times where I want people to agree with me and I get very angry when they don't, but I'm working on that but that's just the way that it is and it feels less lonely for me because i can talk to people cuz it's such a small percentage of people that have gone to treatment that is so like crazy because i was in a place well obviously when you're in treatment 100% of the people there are in treatment because you're in a treatment center but now i'm home and i want to say i in my town alone I know one other... Okay, well, if I'm combining with... Okay, not important. There are two other people I know in a total, I want to say group of 300, 300 people in my town, like of my age group in my town, who three people, counting me, out of like 300 have been to a treatment center. And... Even splitting hairs, I don't know what treatment was like for the other two people. They went to different treatment centers. Maybe one went to wilderness. Well, one actually did to my wilderness, but anyways. (laughs) Um, Like, it's different rules. Solstice isn't like, I don't know, Alpine Academy, the other places that I know people go. Like, it's such a varying experience. And even Solstice uh, three years ago isn't the way that it is now solstice has changed since i left things grow barriers created structures replaced and created and tightened and loosened and everything and it's there's so much that goes into the way that your mindset is created and no one can fully understand that and that's something that i cannot grasp is that no one will be able to understand me Like, I I love making treatment jokes. With everything respectful, I am so grateful for everything that treatment has taught me. And I love to make jokes just because there was it's it's funny it's funny to look back on that stuff and find a way it's like a it's like making a meme about those things it's like an inside joke because only some people get it and when you read it it sounds so miraculous and weird that you would never understand like you'd never expect somebody besides someone like you who's been there to understand it and that's just kind of how it is and that's but oh my god I've strayed away from my topic I'm sorry but well no I didn't well yeah I did (laughs) I just it's like I feel very lonely because there at the minute I got back like when I first got the privilege to email people I literally sent people like a novel of anything I could think of about my treatment center like this is how interventions work this is how your privileges work blah, blah 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 and every single time I'd finished with something before the person who I was talking to could even process it I was remembering oh yeah there well there was also this and there was this aspect and I need to talk about this and this and it's like whew, take a deep breath hold release I was going off on way too many tangents. Now I need to relax and talk slower. It was so hard for me because I couldn't get people outside of my treatment center to fully grasp what it was like. Yeah, that's it. And the way that time has passed since then, and the way that I cannot even process that people had lives, because it's like a different place. It's kind of like, it's the whole thing I've said. It's like sleeping, and you wake up and it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) I don't know, but the way this mindset came to be was I am currently sitting in my room on my, I don't even know, is it like a bed bed sheet, I guess? Not sheet, like a cover, duvet. <laughs> well, anyways, I've had this duvet for, uh, I want to say a little bit like two-ish years, two-ish. It was kind of fairly new back at the time before I was sent away. Maybe like a birthday present, I don't, I don't know. Okay, maybe, I don't know, not important. But there are miscellaneous stains, well not miscellaneous, um, stains from carts that I used to smoke in a pen, or with a lighter, or with some rig that I created as a druggie, um, and they would leak onto my bedspread and my pillowcases, and I'm sitting here surrounded by them. And there's something that I see when I wake up in the morning, and there's something that I see when I go to sleep at night. Um, There's something that I saw when I first came home. And I kind of just sat there and looked at it for a minute and just noticed and tried to remember it. I was like, when did that happen? I don't know. Was that me? Was that my friend? (laughs) And it was something that kind of scared me. It was like a physical reminder of what I used to be, of what I did and who I was. And I'm sitting in this room where all of these things happened, all of the memories, all of the traumas, everything, even... Not even with drugs, not even with self-harm, but, like, years and years ago with bullying. Like, I know my, my room's been remodeled since then, but, like, I, I've been through so much in this little place in my house. And I sit here and I have physical reminders of that. Or my notebook entries. And it's just, I don't give myself enough credit sitting here looking at these things. Remembering what life was like back then for me and where I'm at right now and seeing those is... It brings back mixed emotions. It can be a trigger for wanting to use and it can... I've learned to make it something that's... Uh, not like a... I mean, I guess it feels like a scar, but I don't want to say... I don't even know. Some people think that the, the word scar... Can correlate between good or bad, but it's just something that is there and you remember from something, an event. And part of me, like, immediately when I saw these, was like, I have to get rid of them. Like, I have to get rid of these sheets. I have to get rid of this carpet. I have to get rid of everything that reminds me. I still have the sweater. I'm actually, as we are talking right now, I'm making direct eye contact with the sweater that is hanging in my closet from the day I got suspended. Well, not suspended, but the day I got caught and was sent to get drug tested at my high school because I was high all the time <laughs> but, and I got caught. But, um, yeah, like, why don't I get rid of that either, you know? A lot of people tell me that they when they wanted to come home from treatment they didn't want people to know that they were in treatment and i i was that way for a one like a long time i when i was in wilderness i have a vivid memory being like oh yeah i'm just gonna tell people uh, i went backpacking in the mountains and went to a boarding school and for a while like i was convinced that that's what it was gonna be sorry I'm taking a sip of water um And I know people who are currently still like that, and there's nothing wrong with that. Your business is your business, and if you don't wanna tell people that, then that's completely 100% fine. For me, not telling people was more of like a shame thing, almost as like I'm embarrassed who I am and what I've gone through, and rather than treatment being this time that I went to a residential treatment center for a year and came home, it's an experience but not just an experience, but it's something that has made me into who I am today. It's a part of me, just like the stains on my mattress and just like the stains on the floor and the sweater I got suspended in. And to throw it away, it would be in a sense rejecting who I am and who I was and who I've been and what I've gone through. Instead of accepting it. And noticing it there. And just saying. "Hmm, I remember that. Yeah. That happened to me. And. It felt like so long ago. And using it as a place of learning. Like I'm not gonna fucking use drugs in school anymore. I mean I I don't plan on using drugs today but that's a this is a whole nother topic substance abuse whole nother topic that I have also a lot to say on but um yeah I mean I'm not completely open yet with telling people I was in a residential treatment center and I'm not like completely closed off about it I mean I'm trying to be able to uh see boundaries like at work i don't at work it took me a little bit of time to start telling people that i was in a residential treatment center and it was really awesome because just the people who are listening who like really wanted to hear about it had so much interest in it and it was so refreshing to be like oh my god this isn't like i forgot how much i normalized that i was literally gone for almost two years because like yeah me and everyone else who is in a treatment center but like when you come home it's like it, it i'd literally walk around and i'd be like people look at me i i became the main character of my life <laughs> in all narcissistic and not narcissistic ways i was like people walk by me and they think that i'm just a normal person who has been like the first week i came back i was like wow people probably think that i've lived here for more than a week <laughs> Which is kind of weird. Like, people definitely don't think about other people as much as they think about themselves. Something that I don't tell myself often enough. But it... I don't even know where I was going with... Oh yeah, people who are so interested in my story made me feel so refreshed. Like, I'm an interesting person. I'm a fucking interesting person. I've got stories to tell out the wazoo. (laughs) And I don't give myself enough credit for anything of that sort but yeah I'm just talking to my friend how just how crazy things have gone by so fast anyway I just heard the garage door open so that's my cue to end this um yeah see you some other time